Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Gelman Report. I'm your host, Ellie Gelman, and in today's episode, we are going to be doing a NFL mock draft. Today is Tuesday, April 27th. The draft is this coming Thursday on the 29th, so it seems like a pretty good time to be going uh, to be doing a NFL mock draft. Um, in this episode, we're only going to going to be doing the first round as you know there are seven rounds and you know I would say only the first few rounds really matter um, so we're only be doing the first round so let's get right into it starting off with the number one overall pick belonging to the Jacksonville Jaguars this is probably the most obvious pick in this draft and is going to be Trevor Lawrence quarterback out out of Clemson the best you know quarterback prospect in years and he is going to, you know, be the star for the for the Jaguars uh, for years to come. Then moving on to another obvious pick, and that is the number two overall pick to the New York Jets, and that's going to be quarterback Zach Wilson out of BYU. You know, ever since the um, ever since the Jets traded away Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers, it has become pretty obvious and set in stone that they, that they are going to be drafting Zach Wilson. Uh, so Zach Wilson at number two, going to be the quarterback for the future for these Jets. Then we move on to, I would say, our first controversial or, you know, pick that, your first pick that, you know, isn't set in And that is the 49ers at pick number three. I talked about this last week that there's a lot of speculation that they are going to be drafting Mac Jones, quarterback out of Alabama. I gave the opinion that that would be a Big, big, big mistake, um, you know, because, you know, Mac Jones is not, I think, not one of the best or not a top four quarterback in this draft. Um, and I think they would be better off drafting someone like Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Uh, but it seems pretty likely that they are going to be drafting Mac Jones out of, um, you know, Alabama. And, you know, I, I do trust, you know, Kyle Shanahan and, you know, John Lynch, the GM there. So, Whatever they do, I assume it's going to work. So you have to, you have to trust the great football minds we have in this league. So Mac Jones at number three, a little high, I would say, uh, but that is what people are saying. Then moving on to I think uh, our first trade of the first round, um, and that is between the Falcons and the Broncos. So I, I don't think a lot of people have this in their mock drafts. I don't think it will necessarily happen. I just think that this would be the best scenario for both for both teams. Starting off with the Falcons, um, they could draft a quarterback here. There's still, you know, two great quarterbacks on the board in Justin Fields and in Trey Lance. But I think drafting a quarterback here would be a big mistake because he's gonna ha- he's gonna have to sit behind Matt Ryan for at least two years. Matt Ryan's under contract for another two years, and that would be kind of a waste of you know drafting a rookie quarterback and you know wasting two years of his contract. Um, and I think Kyle Pitts, you know, is a good pick. But you know, if you can get more thing, if you can get more picks back, which the Broncos are going to offer, I think this would is a good trade for um, the Falcons. Um, the Broncos, on the other hand, they need to make this trade. They um, need a quarterback. I do like Drew Locke, but I don't think he's going to be, you know, the solution for the Broncos. So I think it's time to start over and get a new quarterback. So in this trade, the Falcons are going to be receiving uh, the ninth. The ninth pick, the 71st pick um, in this year's draft, and a 2022 first rounder. 
Um, and the Broncos are going to be getting the fourth pick in the draft, and they are going to be drafting Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. Um, they get their quarterback in the future. I think Justin Fields has been is getting a lot of criticism, you know, unfair criticism, um, and I think is arguably, you know, not the best quarterback in this draft, but has, uh, you know, arguably the highest potential uh, to be the best quarterback out of this draft. So Justin Fields at pick number four. Then moving on to number five, the Bengals. I think they're going to be drafting offensive lineman Panay Sewell out of Oregon. I don't think they should draft Jamar Chase. I know Joe Burrow is, you know, telling them to draft Jamar Chase so they can reunite. But we saw what happened last year when Joe Burrow did not have protection. He tore his ACL. Um, you know, if you're going to have a young quarterback, you need to be able to protect him. Not just young quarterback. If you're going to have great star quarterback in general, you're going to have to protect him. Penesul, the best offensive lineman in this draft. He is going number five to the Cincinnati Bengals. Then moving on to number six, I think that the 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 Dolphins are in a really good position here. They could really draft anyone and it would help them, even a quarterback. Uh, but they're going to be drafting the best guy on the board, and that's Kyle Pitts. Um, he's going to you know be able to help Tua a lot with his, you know, offensive struggles that he had last year. He could play tight end. He could play, you know, wide receiver, any set, um, you know, that they need him to play. He's going to be the, he's the best player on the board right now, um, and they're going to snag him up at six. Then moving on to number seven, and that is the, no, not the Cincinnati, that is the Detroit Lions. Again, here, I think that they could draft a lot of players. They, they need help at really every single position. Besides running back, I like their running backs in Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. But every single position, they really need help, especially in the defensive side of, of the ball. They could even draft a quarterback because I don't think Jared Goff is a long-term answer. But what they desperately, desperately need is a wide receiver with Kenny Galladay leaving and Marvin Jones leaving. I think they snag Jamar Chase here at number seven, the best wide receiver in this draft. Um, and if they want to make it work with uh, Jared Goff, they're going to have uh, to get him some weapons, and Jamar Chase is going to be able to do that for Jared Goff. Then we have our second trade of the night, and that is between the Panthers and the Patriots. Um, I think that the Patriots, the Patriots are at 15 right now, um, and the Panthers right now are at eight. I think that they're going to be swapping picks. Uh, the Panthers will get the 15th pick. Um, they will get a 40. They will get the 15th pick, the 46th pick in this year's draft, and a 2022 first rounder for this eighth for this eighth pick. And with this eighth pick, the New England, New England Patriots will be drafting quarterback out of North Dakota State, Trey Lance. Um, they had quarterback struggles last year with Cam Newton. They did sign him to a contract, but that doesn't necessarily mean um, that he is you know a lock for the future. They could trade him if someone's going to take him, or they could play him this year and have Trey Lance sit behind him. Um, I think even if they draft Trey Lance, it's still a possibility uh, that they go on and trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, because as we saw in this mock draft, um, the 49ers drafted a quarterback, um, and they want to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo very soon. So I think the Patriots might have you know a lot of options of quarterback, but I think they trade and uh, they trade up and they get Trey Lance at number eight. Moving on to number nine, this is the Falcons, who originally were at four but traded down with the Denver Broncos. I think here they get Rashawn Slater tackle out of Northwestern. Um, they have the wide receivers and they're, they have linebackers. They really only need you know protection for Matt Ryan. Um, and so Rashawn Slater, the second best uh, tackle in this draft, arguably 
better than Pinay Sewell, uh, and they get him at number nine. Then moving on to number 10, the, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be drafting Patrick Sertain out of Alabama, a, a quarterback, yeah, quarterback Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. Last year, they had a terrible, terrible defense, one of the worst in the league. Um, they do have, you know, some good young uh, defensive players there, especially Diggs, one of the best young corners in the league. And, you know, teaming them up with Patrick Sertain is going to make that defense really, really great. Um, and, you know, already team, team that up with a great offense um, when, uh, you know, Dak Prescott was healthy. So they're going to need cornerbacks. Um, and so Patrick Sertain is the best the best cornerback on this in this draft, so they get him at number 10. Then, moving on to number 11, the New York Giants are going to be drafting Devonta Smith, wide receiver, um, out of Alabama. I think that the Giants have a great defense, a young and great defense that was one of the best in the league last year, so they don't need to really help on defense, uh, but their quarterback, Daniel Jones, has um, had a lot of struggles in this in his early career, um, and you know they've been trying to get him a lot of offensive weapons this year to help him with that. Kenny Galladay, and I think another one would be Devonte Smith, who is you know kind of the opposite of Kenny Galladay and will play well next to him and will help you know Daniel Jones with his struggles. So I think a great pick for this New York Giants team at adult, at eleven. Then moving on to number twelve, and it's going to be back to back Alabama wide receivers. And the Eagles are going to be drafting wide receiver Jalen Waddle. Um, when they traded Carson Wentz this offseason, it became official that you know they're moving away from him, and Jalen Hurts is going to be the future of this team. And if they want to see if he is a legit starting quarterback in this uh, league, they're going to have to surround him with weapons, not people you know people better than uh, Jalen Rager and you know JJ Argea or Argea Whiteside. Um, so yeah, and. They're, you know, so they need weapons. They're going to get Jalen Waddle, a great wide receiver, um, at number 12. Now, moving on to number 13, and this is the this is the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, again, the Chargers pretty. They have their quarterback. They have their you know offensive you know skill positions. Their defense is pretty solid. They got some great uh, people. They got some great people um, in the what's it called in the free in free agency. But I think that, you know, you can always get a better offensive line. So they're going to be getting the third offensive tackle off the board, and that is Christian Darisaw out of Virginia Tech. Uh, they're going to – you saw how great Justin Herbert was this past year. They need to protect They need to protect him, and a cheap, young offensive lineman is a great way to do that. Now, moving on to pick number 14, that is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. And here I think they draft Micah Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. Um, they're going to need to rebuild that defense. They have Mike Zimmer, a defensive a, a defensive coach. Um, last year, they had one of the worst defenses in the league. Micah Parsons is going to be, you know, that good, young, energized player in the middle, and you know, is going to be a future leader of this team, especially with their star linebacker Anthony Barr only having one year in his contract. I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. So, drafting a new defensive anchor, you know, for the future in Micah Parsons. Then, moving on to number 15, that is the Panthers. They originally were at 8, but then traded down to the uh, to, to the 15 spot with the Patriots. And I think here they get a cornerback. Um, if they had stayed at 8, I would have you know, put them drafting 
um, you know, Patrick Sertain. But since he's already gone, they get the second best corner in the league, uh, not in the league, in the draft in, J in J.C. Horn, who I think is a very good corner, um, not at the level of Patrick Sertain, but still a great corner. Um, and he's going to be able to help that, you know, defense, uh, that young defense uh, with Jeremy Chin and Derek Brown and all those young players. Um, and they already have the offensive weapons. They just need Sam Darnold to play well, and they are going to be back in the playoff hunt. So J.C. Horn at number 15 for the Carolina Panthers. And now for these last not last few picks, but from 16 to 32, it's not really so, everyone pretty much agrees. So I'm going to go through them, um, but we're not going to do so much in-depth analysis, you know, as we did for the first 15 picks. Those 15 picks, they had, you know, trades and were a little more, you know, interesting, you know, better players. If there's a player I want to specifically talk about, then I will. But, you know, starting off number 16 with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, again, uh, they have a young quarterback. I think they draft here a tackle and now. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker to protect um, Kyler Murray. Then moving on to number 17, the the new Las Vegas Raiders draft uh, one of the best linebackers in this draft in Jeremiah Owasu-Korama. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but one of the best linebackers in this league and is going to be in this draft, excuse me, and going to be an anchor for that defense. Then moving on to number 19, that is... Uh, yeah, no, no, 18, excuse me, uh, the Miami Dolphins. I think they draft a defensive player here, and that is Quiddy Pay, um, edge, def edge from Michigan. Um, it's going to help, you know, that defensive line. Nothing really more to say. Then moving on to 19, I think here is one of my favorite picks in the draft, and that is the Washington football team drafting Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Um, he's one of my favorite players in this draft. Uh, I think he's going to you know, help Terry McLaurin and help, you know, whatever quarterback they have um, in, you know, in this year, uh, in, this, in this year's season. Um, you know, he's a freak athlete, great hands, extremely fast, extremely strong, one of the best wide receivers in this draft. He's going to the football team at 19. Then moving on to the Bears, they are going to be drafting Tevin Jenkins. Um, uh, Tevin Jenkins is... Let me find him first. Sorry. Tevin Jenkins, a tackle out of Oklahoma State. Um, you know, again, uh, having a good offensive line is one of the most important things in football. Um, you know, the Bears need that. Of course, you could always get better protection, so they draft Tevin Jenkins at number 20. Then moving on to 21, Walter Little, another offensive tackle off the board. Um, you know, they that's the Colts thing. They draft offensive linemen. They become great. Walter Little, a tackle out of Stanford, going to be a great um, addition and help you know Carson once this year. Then the Titans are going to be drafting Samuel Cosi, another offensive tackle out of Texas. There have been a lot, a lot of tackles in this year's draft, um, and you know Samuel Cosme is going to help Derrick Henry get that rushing title again. Then moving on to number twenty-three, we're going a little fast here. Uh, Greg Newsome, the second quarterback out of Northwestern, is going to be going to the Jets. Um, the Jets have a pretty good uh, defense, a young defense. They have a good safety, Marcus May and Bryce Hall. Um, you know, Greg Newsom's going to be able to help them with that. Um, and, you know, if they got the quarterback of the future. They have some good offensive players. And, you know, with that young defense, they could be, you know, a good uh, team in a, in a few years now. Then moving on to number 24, this is a little bit of more of an exciting pick. This is going to be our first running back off the board, and that is going to be Najee Harris-Hat. Running back out of Alabama, the 
With James Conner leaving the Pittsburgh Steelers, they are in desperate need of a running back. They have not had a good running back since Le'Veon Bell for many, many years now. So they're going to have to you know, improve their run game. That's one of the main reasons why uh, they did not have a lot of success at the end of the year. They couldn't run the ball. And Najee Harris, a young dynamic back, is going to be going to be able to help them with that. Now, moving on to number 25, um, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, who had the number one pick over, uh, overall. They're going to be drafting Aziz Ojulari. I could pronounce that right, but um, you know, edge defender out of Georgia, he's going to help them, you know, just with their defense. Um, you know, try to build up uh, back that defense from what it was, you know, so a few years ago when they made the conference championship. Uh, and yeah, now moving on to number twenty-six. This is uh, another favorite pick of mine. I'm a big fan of this guy, Christian Barmore. Barmore, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but uh, defensive lineman out of Alabama. Uh, he kind of fell in this mock draft, but. Um, you know, one of the best, uh, one of the best players in college football for these past few years, and is going to already help is going to help that stacked uh, Browns defense with Miles Garrett. Now, moving on to number twenty-seven, I think here they have to, they have to the 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 Ravens have to draft a wide receiver, and they're going to be drafting Terrace Marshall, wide receiver out of. LSU, they had a lot of struggle this past year throwing the ball that Lamar did because he was throwing to basically no one, just Marquise Brown and Des Bryant for you know a few games. So they have to get a young, dynamic wide receiver to help uh, Lamar, especially you know coming up in a contract year. So Terrace Marshall going to be at number 27. Then number 28, they, the Saints are going to be drafting a cornerback, and that is going to be Caleb Farley, uh, the best available cornerback on the board out of Virginia Tech. Then, at number 29, it's going to be a wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers would kill the Packers' front offense if they did not draft a wide receiver in the first round. That is going to be Elijah Moore out of Mississippi. Um, you know, Again, the best wide receiver available on this board. It could either be Elijah Moore or Rondell Moore. I'm a little bigger. I'm a, I like Elijah Moore a little bit better. Um, yeah, so they get Elijah Moore at 29. Now moving on to 30, and when I was going over this draft, I was deciding, you know, who could be at 30? And I was first thinking, you know, this is the perfect opportunity for the for them to draft to draft Travis Etienne, one of the best running backs and one of the best players in college football for these past few years. But they have a lot of running backs. This uh, the 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 uh, Bills do. They have Zach Moss. They have Devin Singletary. I think it would be a waste to draft. Um, I think it would be a waste to draft. Excuse me. Uh, be thinking of ways to draft Travis Etienne. So I think they're going to be drafting Joseph Osi, um, a edge defender out of Texas. Going to help um, you know that great you know that great D line that they already have. Just going to improve uh, what they already did this past year. Then 31. This is a pick that the the Ravens got this past week when they traded their offensive uh, tackle Orlando Brown to the Chiefs, and they're going to be getting that. They're going to be getting a an offensive tackle back when they draft Jalen. I spelled his name wrong. Uh, there we go. Jalen Mayfield out of um, out of Michigan. They just lost a tackle. They're getting one back at the thirty-first pick. Then our last pick of this video and of the first round that belongs to the Super Bowl champion. Uh, what's it called? The Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Bucks. They have, literally have every single position on lock. One of the best offensive lines, best wide receivers, 
one of the best running back group, one of the best quarterbacks, everything they have. Their defense is amazing, linebackers, everything. So it doesn't really matter what they pick, but they're going to be drafting Levy O, because we can pronounce it that, uh, defensive lineman out of Washington, just to help uh, anchor that defense a little bit more. So I think that this was a pretty good draft. Um, yeah, I think this was a pretty good draft. Not a lot of, you know, late round, not a lot of picks in the late round that were surprising. I think that these trades in the beginning could happen. They couldn't happen. I think that would be beneficial for both teams to make these trades for the Falcons and for the Falcons, the Broncos, the Panthers, and the Patriots. But I'm excited to watch this draft. I'm excited to see where all these great players, um, you know, land. And, and yeah, so that's the end of the, my mock draft. Hopefully I get my picks correct and we'll see on Thursday. Uh, and yeah, so thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Make sure to follow me on Spotify, on Apple Music, um, on Twitter, on Instagram, and to subscribe to the YouTube channel. It helps us grow so, so much. And it, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and goodbye.